When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. is as always it's newer and i'm riding solo today the only thing that is accompanying me is a blister on my cuticle from a hot glue gun i had to work on a project for my first grader's uh, 100th day of school he chose to the project the assignment is that the kids need to uh get a hat from like michael's and do a hundred of something a hundred of anything so my child goes to michael's and he picks up a hundred felt people, like the felt, you know, felt like F E L T. Felt is it felt is felt that felt spelled that way? I'm I am a dumbass if it's not. Um, yeah, it's felt. Okay, thank God. Um, felt people, multicolored people. Okay, uh, male and female little forms. And he said that he wanted to put a hundred people on it because he wanted his theme for his 100th day of school to be Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., to be specific. So I had just spent the last hour hot gluing 100 people onto a hat 
a hat that he will likely never wear again. But like, shout out to my six, almost seven year old for celebrating Black History Month. Am I right? Um, anyway, he also woke up uh, on Sunday and sang happy birthday to Rosa Parks. So if you think that the kids are not listening, apparently they are. So that's exciting. Anyway, if anybody has any tips for what to do with this blister on my cuticle uh, besides crying, I would love to hear that. Anyway, I'm going to talk about Beverly Hills and Miami today, and I will be uh, dropping an episode on Sunday before the Super Bowl, hopefully, um, discussing traitors with my brother, and also we're going to talk about a whole bunch of pop culture stuff. Um, everything leading up to the Super Bowl, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And also we're going to be talking about the Grammys. Um, anyway, let's talk about Beverly Hills. Okay. We are in Spain. We are in Spain and we open up with Sutton having a little bit of an emotional moment about her friend Merce's ashes. And, you know, she's emotional and she's crying to Kyle and she's going to go and sprinkle these ashes. And she says, it's not really just about Merce. It's also about my dad. And I mentioned this last week when when this came up about like Sutton and her relationship with men and her father and her husband and all these things. And like, I genuinely, you know, I feel for this woman, but it is hilarious that this like filthy fucking rich lady is like, I'm going to be fine. I could do this all on my own. (laughs) All on your own? You have like 17 assistants and Buco Dolores, like so much money that like, did I say Dolores? I'm not changing that. Lots of money. And so it's just so funny for her to be like, I'm going to be fine. I'm going to do this all on my own. And she's like having a meltdown because like, okay, I understand the thing about her dad's ashes and Merce's ashes, of course. But this idea of like, I need to move on and I have to be an independent woman and I could do this and I could do hard things. Like it's like low key why I love housewives. Cause they're just so out of touch. Like someone like Satin is so deeply out of touch that she would say something like that. You know what I mean? Like it is kind of interesting to think about Sutton and like Lisa, who obviously we're going to talk about at Miami cause she had l- literally one of her worst episodes of all time um, between last week and this week. But it is interesting. It's like I said this before. I I would not be surprised if during like the peak of her divorce, Sutton behaved the way Lisa behaves. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we saw how Sutton behaved her very first season when she said that she didn't see color. Like, you know what I mean? So I feel like I feel like Sutton saying like it's so hard for her to move on in the world. And she's, she's to be a strong, independent woman now. Like it is totally in line with the way the housewives move. It's, and I think that when Sutton does it this way, it's fine. Cause she's not using her anger or her, her like ups, her, uh, emotions against people. Um, when Lisa does it, we'll get into all the ways that that's wrong, but it just, it did make me laugh just to her, you know, having like a real, girl power, girl boss moment. It's like, <laughs> you're filthy fucking rich. Please, please. Um, On the way to Sprinkle Ashes, they talk about like different terms for gay men. And I, I guys, I love Erica this season. Okay, I do. I do. I love that Erica is a woman who is talking about the Levant 
the day before drunk out of her face talking about Beirut being like Los Angeles and the Lebanese-Syrian war or Lebanese civil war. (laughs) This woman is talking about that the night before and now she is telling the girls about bears and otters. Everybody loves a multifaceted queen. Hi, hello, layers. I love it. Um, They get to the cliff where the ashes will be released and Sutton gives a heartfelt speech and then the ashes fly all over everybody. It's like Sonia Morgan's dog all over again. And it might even be worse because some of those ashes went in these people's mouths. In the words of Erica, I don't know this man and I don't want to taste this man. (laughs) I'm sorry. Erica's taken it this season, okay? She's so funny. They are also doing this thing where they're releasing their flowers into the water to let go of things. And it just makes me laugh because when they all they're all wearing sunglasses and like really mustering up those tears. But Garcelle is releasing her daddy issues. Crystal's releasing her brother issues. I I kind of love that Crystal's like, my brother's gonna go away for a really long time because he does really have to get away from me and my mom. Like it's just almost like she's almost admitting that she's like. I'm the problem. I got my brother's got to get, get the fuck away from us. Uh, Emery says something about she just wants to she wants to be happy. Okay. Um, Doree talks about PTSD. Um, Erica drops another zinger. She says she's releasing the hurt over the last two years that some of you girls contributed to. I was like, okay. And I love that Garcelle's like, well, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? What What do you mean? In her confessional, it's like, you know exactly what she means. <laughs> Let's not act dumb. Um, Kyle says some stuff. She says that, you know, she's gonna, she's got a lot of guilt about her relationship with her friend who passed away, and then also her sisters. But she says nothing about her marriage at this time. But she says in the confessional that she's not ready to talk about it yet with the girls. Well, well, well. Kyle motherfucking Richards, Miss Open and Honest, not ready to be open and honest. Huh. 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 Anyway, afterwards, Erica and Crystal have like a nice little walk and talk. And Crystal says, hey, I'm sorry if I contributed when I that she didn't say if she says, I'm sorry that I contributed to that hurt. And Erica's like, she talks about it later at Glam and I think whatever medicines she's here's the thing. There's a couple of things that are working for Erica right now. One, she's skinny. Okay. Two, and I'm not saying that skinny people are happier, but I am gonna say that I am a lot more pleasant to be around when I am skinnier because I am happier with myself. But that's because I have severe body dysmorphia and fat fo- and internalized fat phobia, and I'm a deeply fucked up person. Here's the reasons why Erica's happy. She's skinny. She's got her Vegas show. She's probably getting fucked. And she's on the right medication with therapy, guys. Like, I got mental health, okay? It matters. I don't, I'm not sponsored by BetterHelp anymore, but I still think that mental health is really, really important, mental health care. So I feel like I just loved at Glam when she's like, you know, like, I really wish that some of these girls would say sorry, but I realized in therapy that, like, 
you can't make people treat you the way that you want to be treated. You can only react to them differently. Like you can only change how you are with them. You can't force them to be different with you. I was like, yeah, Erica, get it, girl. Get it. They're going to go to dinner and they're going to do flamenco dancing and red dresses, except for Kyle, who wore orange. Um, she's just so annoying. She's so annoying. She's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's red, guys. It's red. It's totally red. It's like, shut up, Kyle. You're such a fucking skipper. Um, in the van over, they talk about signing documents without reading it. And this whole scene is chock full of atz. it's all over it's like every other thing they say they're like atz, 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 atz. it's non-stop okay kyle she's she's not read a single thing before she signed it okay erica's like guys this is a really bad idea like what are you have you learned nothing from me and i it's like <laughs> It is it is funny. It's like it's like they have no self-awareness. They they're all ha ha he heeing and kikiing. And I, honestly, if I was Erica, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, wait a minute. You guys are also not reading your documents. And then you're trying to act like I am the person that stole money from widows and orphan. You did. But like if tomorrow Mauricio got in trouble for spending money that didn't belong to him, it would be your ass on the line, Kyle. I mean, Dorit, Dorit was real quiet. She said nothing. <laughs> Dorit said nothing. She was zipped. And I'm wondering if she was zipped because she was like, um, PK and I aren't really allowed to sign documents because uh, we don't have any money. <laughs> PK never asked me to sign documents. <laughs> uh Anyway, um, they get to this uh, place and they're gonna do a they're gonna do a toast. Manolo, their uh, tour guide, is gonna do a toast, and <laughs> and Dorit is about to start saying something in like her loudest voice in Spanish, and Manolo's like, "No, shut the fuck up. We're gonna do arriba abajo, whatever, whatever. Where that's the one we're gonna do." But Dorit does get lucky because she does get to go inside the restaurant and order a Coca-Cola Normale. <laughs> also, Dorit being like, you would think that I like lived all over Europe and I would be able to walk on those cobblestones. All of the other women are having no problems walking on the cobblestone with their heels on. It is only Dorit who is struggling with it. And I'm like, you know, the lies, the lies in the words of Candy Burris, the lies, the lies. Also. Side note, Candy quit uh, Atlanta, and I think good for her, okay, in the words of Lucille Bluth, good for her. Um. Anyway, back to Beverly Hills. They're inside, and they all share their favorite moments. Kyle says that the ashes, the moments with the ashes were her favorite. Now, I have to say, you guys know I mention this every week. I do not do the extracurriculars. I was going to say extraterrestrials. I do extraterrestrials, which is what all these women are. They're all aliens. I don't do extracurriculars with these shows, um, so I don't really watch the after show stuff. But if it comes up on my feed, I'm going to watch it. So I did see some clips on Twitter and it, there was a clip from an after show where D Kyle is like lolling it up with Erica and being like, I never heard of Merce, but like, sure, if you want to bring your old friend's ashes as a storyline, then like, yeah, I guess. Yo, that's fucked up. That is fucked up because we have literally never heard of Lorraine. 
We never heard of your friend. Your best friend from you when you were seven years old? Girl, we never heard of her. So you want to use your best friend's suicide now as your storyline when your actual storyline is that you and your husband don't fucking get along and you hate him? Let's talk about storylines, okay? She's Kyle's an asshole to you guys. Like, I don't want you to forget that Kyle's an asshole because later on, I'm going to agree with Kyle a lot. But you got to remember that at the end of the day, Kyle Richards Umansky is a shithead. Um, Amory asks Erica to clarify the comments she made about the ashes thing. And Erica opens up a little bit. And it's like, again, like, it, it, again, guys. The cocktails are working. Whatever Erica has going on are doing great because she is so funny. They're going to like go up and dance. And Dorit's like, I don't want to say that I'm like not going to do it. It's just like I've got these shoes on. And Erica's like, take off your shoes, bitch, and get up there. <laughs> I fucking loved it. I loved it. Um, They talk about Erica's show. And apparently, it's so funny that this didn't even get filmed. Apparently, a bunch of people got fancy invites where Erica showed up in like glam and like a Vegas sign inviting everybody to her party or her her show in Vegas. But not everybody got it. And Sutton is like real miffed about it because she's like, I chartered a plane to Chicago. So like, how come I didn't get a fancy invite? And it's like, Sutton, babe, don't feel bad because like a month later, she's literally, literally giving away seats in bulk for free. Okay, Costco size bulk seats for free. Okay, that's what this happened with the show. So don't worry, don't worry about it. Don't be, don't be offended. Okay, they're literally begging people to go. Forget and forget a fancy invitation. Okay, um, the ladies go up and dance, and Sutton gives this weepy confessional about how she loves them and their family and blah, blah, blah. And guys, I honestly thought the episode was over, but there was more. I was like, what more could this be? But then I realized they're now transitioning the show, the season, from other shit to Kyle's marriage falling apart territory. Because the ladies are back in LA. They're doing various things, raising children, doing splits, buying shoes. And Dorit visits Kyle and asks her point blank about her marriage. And look, did I say Kyle is a shithead earlier? I sure did. Did I mean it? Uh Uh-huh. But I got to say, I hate that I totally get where Kyle is coming from. Kyle is watching her husband give his 10,000% to his business. And Kyle decides to get hot. And she's like, hey, obviously me being hot isn't doing anything. So like we're in a disconnect. So let's work on our marriage. And Mauricio is not prioritizing their marriage. So now Kyle is possibly, allegedly, according to songs that Morgan Wade's lyrics, uh, the lyrics of Morgan Wade's songs, allegedly doing cocaine off of Morgan Wade's belly in a hotel room in Beverly Hills. Guys, I'm not saying that she actually, again, I said allegedly. There's a song that she has apparently out there and something about her fucking somebody from television. Anyway, um, but I, I get it. I get I, I get it. Okay, I get where Kyle is coming from. Okay, let's go to Miami. Okay. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, I already knew this Real Housewives of Miami episode was going to be amazing because the title of the episode is Get Me Off This Gondola. We open up this episode back on the gondola of terror at the Isle of Dolls. They have pulled over. I guess originally the plan was to like check out this place. Like you pull over, you go in, you walk around, you come back on the boat. But like they're like, no, we're going to ixnay on the all's day, uh, evil day. Okay. These devil dolls are not for us. Okay. I would rather they all pull over. Nobody really gets off except for the women that's got to use the bathroom. Listen, I would risk myself getting a UTI than going inside and peeing. But the funny thing is Lisa's not even peeing. She's just out there for for the Instagram content. She's she's using her phone. She's making videos. She's doing all those things. All Lisa cares about is the content. Okay, she's all she cares about is herself. Adriana says that the entire area smells like evil and evil smells like cat piss. And I I agree. I agree. I can, that totally makes sense. That makes sense. Back on the boat, Julia is just, she's so sweet because she's having a really difficult time, right? Like she's obviously so emotional, but before she really starts to cry, she has so much empathy because she's like, look, this meant something to somebody else. And I understand like, even if this is super triggering for me, I understand that this was potentially healing for another person. And even though this is really hard for me, like I understand, I don't want to be disrespectful. I don't want to disrespect somebody else. But then she starts crying and Julia's comforting, sorry, Gertie is comforting Julia while they're crying hysterically. And then Gertie is also starting to get nauseous. Listen, I don't know if you guys, you you need to. Everybody should. Please go follow Who Asked Me Podcast on Twitter because Giselle is doing some of her best work on Twitter. It's so fucking funny. There is an image, okay, of, of Julia sobbing, Alexia sobbing, Gertie sobbing, and then <laughs> she's calming Julia down, but she keeps swatting Julia in the face. <laughs> Sorry, it's so funny. <laughs> But the boat, the girls, they're just overwhelmed. Gertie's starting to get nauseous. They want to leave. Adriana's taking her sweet-ass time. When they finally leave, Gertie feels like she's going to vomit. There's a giant trash can on the boat. And the ladies are like, everybody shut the fuck up. Okay, somebody needs peace and quiet because Gertie needs peace and quiet. It's getting too much. She's going to vomit. She's going to vomit. And then suddenly, a mariachi band on a boat comes and pulls up next to them. There's a dog barking. Gertie is puking. There's horns in the middle of all this. Lisa is taking selfies with the mariachi band. I mean, it is crazy. Things start to escalate. They have to like pull over and end this fucking gondola ride from hell. And we're all everybody is getting off the boat and helping Gertie. And like, what can we do for Gertie? Can we get her food? What can we do? What can we do? Except for Lisa, who is looking for her fucking lip gloss. Anyway, Gertie gets taken to the hospital and Nicole is with her and then she calls Russell. Listen, guys, that Russell, oh my God, 
Every time Russell comes up, I start crying. Like I start crying every time I see Russell and Gertie together. He is he is such a good man that if for some reason we end up finding out that he's like a real dog shit human being, I'll fucking quit Bravo. Okay. I will never watch Real Housewives ever again. Because what the hell? He is amazing. Anyway, the next day is Pride Day. Everyone's excited for Adriana's Rihanna Beyonce halftime show level performance. I mean, some would argue about that, Adriana, but okay. And um, the ladies are making signs for her. Julia May has made a sign for her where she has misspelled her own best friend's name. Everybody's really excited to have Lisa. Lisa's getting her glam and she says, oh, I still can't believe I had a juice box thrown at me. <laughs> sorry (laughs) what she's like it was just the most emotional day of my life (laughs) what was between the juice box and the selfies and the lip gloss what part of it was the most emotional for you you fucking asshole um gertie is feeling good she's back to normal she feels awesome okay she's she's back baby she got her ivs she feels good um, everybody looks so fucking cool. Um, on the on the bus to Pride, Kiki tells Lisa, "Lisa, look, I love you. I just I don't want to fight with you." And Lisa is already on the wrong foot because she says, "I love you too. Just like don't throw shit at me, girl." Mm. <sighs> then they go to the show, and um, it's so funny the way that this guy introduces Adriana. He says, "Someone very international from the lands of Florida." <laughs> so hard someone very international from the lands of florida um anyway she does her little performance and you know in the words of sheree whitfields you know definitely i thought it was fun i like the beat so yeah um they go to dinner afterwards and uh this is when things get weird they're go they go they get ready and then they're gonna be having some drinks before dinner and like or is it before dinner they're gonna have drinks and they're gonna go to a party i think they're gonna go to a pride party but that's where lisa makes like a backhanded comment to kiki again about don't fight me don't fight me okay and i love that i love when the girls get on the right page i love that alexia and nicole are like yeah lisa look you're being fucking passive aggressive okay and to be honest i think that lisa's being a little microaggressive okay i'd say she's being being kind of macroaggressive too Okay, but this is where Julia, who I love, really fucks up because she carries over whatever Kiki and Larsa are saying about Lisa back to Lisa. And I'm with Nicole. What are you doing, Julia? Why are you doing this? But this is the thing I love about Miami because they will call each other big mouths to each other's faces. Like, whereas what would happen in Beverly Hills is somebody would eavesdrop and then the next day they would carry that information to a person. And then the day after that, that person would go and have like a one-on-one to confront the person who was saying shit. That's not fun. This is way more fun. Let's get to it. Let's be direct. Okay. Anyway, they go dancing and Lisa's being a sour puss ass toddler. Okay. Julia tries to speak to Lisa like a grown-up, but at the wrong place. And to be honest, with the wrong person, Lisa is not capable, you guys. She's not capable of having a grown-up conversation. She's a fucking toddler. She's the worst 
kind of person, okay? Because she wants to have a temper tantrum. And then she wants everybody to be like, she wants to be like, no, guys, just like leave me alone. Like I'm fine. And then you know that they're the kind of people who are like, all right, if we leave you alone, you're going to have a fucking meltdown about the fact that nobody chased after you. She's exactly that kind of person. So she brings the whole party down. They all go inside and they try to talk to her. And like the thing with Lisa is like she is she's essentially using her divorce to be as a reason for being a trash person. And like. All she has to do in this situation is say sorry to Kiki for being and being and staying in her ignorant game. Like she said ignorant shit. Lisa said ignorant shit. And rather than saying, yeah, I'm really sorry, she's like, I'm going through a lot. I'm going through a multi-million dollar divorce and yesterday was really hard for me and I feel like you guys are being so mean to me. You're ganging up on me, blah, 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 all this stuff. And it's like, No, all you have to do is say sorry, but instead she's using her divorce as a reason to be an ignoramus. And it's like, no thanks. Kiki, I have to say, is such a fucking beautiful person. Like she's an incredible person because she is a much better person than I am. Because when she, if I had to spend 24 hours with uh, some bitch being a microaggressive cunt to me, I would not be so gentle and kind and sweet to sit them down and say, look, based on where I come from, my background, you don't even ask me about my family. You don't even know my kid's name. You don't know anything about me. She really, really tries. She's in tears. But I would have said, fuck off and never speak to me again. But Kiki puts in the absolutely undeserving mental like load into trying to get Lisa to understand where she is coming from. But Lisa just doesn't hear any of it because she's a fragile white woman with a brain of a 13-year-old. And to be honest, that's offensive to 13-year-olds because I know 13-year-olds with more self-awareness and sense than this woman. When Lisa finally ends it with, I can't fix your problems, I'm not your therapist. Oh my God. I wish that somebody, I, I hope that the girls take a note and I hope that they they next time she complains to them about Lenny, that she finally says, you know what? Mm, no, I was sorry. We're not your therapist. We're not your lawyer. We like just don't want to hear about it, Lisa. Sorry, we don't care. We can't fix this for you anymore. But instead, like Lisa, just first of all, her having a meltdown and saying, you guys are being mad at me because I don't get to have emotions even though I'm going through something so hard. No, you can be emotional, but you don't get to be an asshole. You can go through difficult things without turning into an ignorant dickhead. That anytime you are called out for your bullshit behavior, that you're going to cry a divorce? No. Abs-a-fucking-lutely not. No, thank you. Also, like, the episode before, the thing that she's upset about is, like, she's like, oh, the settlement is so good. I just, like, want him to come up a little bit more on the money. That's the hardest thing that's happening in your life right now, that you want him to come up a little bit more on the money, on the millions and millions of dollars that you're getting out of this divorce? fuck off. Truly, truly and honestly and genuinely go and fuck yourself. Now, I will say this. The internet is interneting as they do. And they're like, get Lisa off the show. No, 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 no. We don't get Lisa off the show. First of all, we we give Kiki a mojito. Okay. I couldn't remember a couple episodes what they're holding. Obviously a mojito. Duh. Give Kiki a mojito. Definitely keep Lisa on the show. We need her kookiness. Are you kidding me? She's the worst. She's this is this is when Lisa's 
ignorant behavior is the worst kind. Like the fact that she's acting like such a dick and she's being such an asshole that Alexia and Larsa look like reasonable people. (laughs) Well, I'll be fucking damned. Okay. Oh God. I love Miami. Anyway. Thanks for being here, guys. That's it for this episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a wonderful Super Bowl weekend if that's something you're into. I hope you enjoy Usher's performance if that's something you're into. I hope you enjoy the Super Bowl ads, which is so weird. Have you noticed that the ads are coming up before the Super Bowl? Like, what's the point? Why are you doing that? I don't understand. Anyway, I hope you have a great weekend and a great rest of your week. And again, if you are in LA next weekend and you go to the crappies, don't be shy. Come and say hi. Um, And yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.